This episode is brought to you by SendPro Online from Pitney Bowes. Shipping and mailing from your desk has never been simpler than with SendPro Online from Pitney Bowes. With SendPro Online, it's just click, send, and save for as low as $4.99. That's $4.99 a month. Try it for free for 30 days and get a free 10-pound scale when you visit pb.com slash TMS. That's pb.com slash TMS. Coming up on TMS, Brian sneaks in a vibrator. Drunk Riker. Vector fiction. <laughs> did a really good version of that. Unprotected X. The further south you go, the less you feel them. Time to eat those racist leftovers. Gun Inquisitor returns. Destroy them with sleep gas. Don't eat fruit before you pound stones. I should have done it in the voice I did the lasers. I, for a minute, I, I forgot I did that. I you just did. <laughs> Those Chinese Koreans. Turn-based restaurant. I'll take a hamburger and copy of the latest Spider-Man issue. Don't have unprotected X. We used that twice. We did. That's all right. <laughs> ice, ice, something, something edition. Major spoilers. Trek nerd and more on this episode of Der Morning Streamenheimen. Have you ever walked out of a mall into a huge parking area and realized... You'd forgotten where you parked your car. Could you get me some headphones so I can watch my stories while you play your game? <laughs> the morning stream, the morning This is the morning stream. Do you like penicillin on your pizza? Hello, everybody. Welcome back to TMS. It is the morning of Monday, March 23rd, 2020. I'm Scott Johnson. He's Brian Ibbett. Hi. Hi, Scott. I do like I do like penicillin on my pizza. Have mm. you ever talked <laughs> to your pets? <laughs> if you guys haven't seen that video compilation, it is amazing. If you follow uh, if you follow Rick or uh, Will Riker, aka Jonathan Frakes on Twitter, he retweeted it. Uh so you can find it pretty easily. Anyway, it's just somebody took that weird. What was that show called that he did? It's called um, uh, Beyond Belief. No, Beyond uh, uh, Beyond Belief. It's like no, that. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Where it's like, hey, weird thing. Did you ever think like of this? It's and... kind of like Ripley's Believe It or Not. We need to get Drunk Dean Kane audio from from Ripley's Believe It or Not too. Yeah, that'd be all right. Uh, except Dean Kane's kind of a jerk. Fact man. or fiction. That's it. Fact, or, Fact fiction. or fiction. Anyway, he he does this thing, and it's just kind of a fun little show. And somebody first, I'd seen the old compilation, which was just him asking the questions over and over. And then somebody had the bright idea of what if we took this and did the slowdown with it. And now it's like perfection in a can. It's amazing. Mm -hmm. Go listen for it. It's very, very good. Yeah. Uh, All right. So keeping an upper lip here, a a stiff one. (laughs) Sure. I hope you keep your upper lip in whatever format it may be. Yeah. Limp or stiff. Doesn't matter. I'll take your lip. Uh, That's going places. Anyway, um, Despite the fact that here in the Salt Lake Valley, we have had 90-plus aftershocks now. Wow. From that stupid earthquake a week and, well, not quite a week ago. It'll be Wednesday. It'll be a week. Uh, but, yeah, like, that is that is the truth, man. 90-plus. In fact, this morning there was another, like, four-point-something. But I didn't feel it because I guess it was closer to the epicenter where you'd feel it or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's still happening. Like, um, I guess Hammond feels them all. Like, he's felt all 90 he's, of them. He's... he's- pretty close to him yeah he's right down there so wow. he's getting he's getting hit a lot my kids have felt most of them because the, the ones that are uptown anyway the further south yeah. you get the less you feel them but um like cut it out earth do you have to just keep doing that do you have to 
Do you just have to keep that up? Pile it on, Earth. Yeah. (laughs) Kind of sick of the Earth and all of its bullshit. Give us a break, Earth. Yeah, what's up, Earth? Stop it, Earth. Anyway, it's super annoying. And uh, I'm, I'm, while I'm glad that I'm not feeling them, I feel bad for people who are because it's super anxiety-inducing. It's like, it's, it's, it's bad enough all the time, but we're also in this big quarantine moment, and you don't need the house to be doing right. this. This is no exactly. good. Yeah, this is no exactly. good. Maybe, you know, these things should be spread out and uh, yeah, uh, done over time. That's what I'm saying. So anyway, uh, wish us luck. We've been eating a lot of leftovers, though. And by leftovers, I mean not your typical leftovers. It's not like, uh, you know, you make a thing and then the next day last, you eat it. Last like, night's spaghetti. Exactly. I mean, we'd do that if we had that. But here's what we're doing sure, instead. Sure. We're like, all right, the fridge is pretty packed because we, you know, stored up a little bit last couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. And there's things that have already been in there. Things already in the fridge that we've had for a while. And we're like, mm-hmm. we're not just going to waste that. Time? Nope, it's time to finally start making that stuff. Yep. You know what Tina and I are going to have this week? What? We're finally going to have that damn uh, Who Me Chow Mein that uh, Mike Savaria sent us. Oh, nice. Um, he sent uh, sent us both uh, uh, the Who Me Chow Mein. Mm. Really sounds like a racist name. Who Me Chow Mein? Chow Mein. Um, but uh, <laughs> yeah, it's going to be this week and it's going to be, uh, we're looking forward to it. Are you, uh, what are you adding to it? I, I, I don't, what do you do? He sent, so there was a box and then he sent some gravy to go along with it. And okay. I was going to wait to do it on the show, but you know what? It's, it's taking up uh, counter space, pantry space. We're no. just going to consume it. Yeah. In these dark times, you um, should just eat it. Just eat the that's damn right. thing. Yeah. Um, somebody had pointed out on, um, on Twitter and pointed to a CNN article um, that, uh, and I think we talked, we may have mentioned this last week, but <clears throat> Asian restaurants are, are, kind of getting the a little bit of the brunt of a lot of this um uh this isolation and distancing because um there is maybe a subconscious or a conscious fear by racists that <laughs> going to a an asian restaurant a chinese restaurant a vietnamese restaurant korean restaurant um increases your chance of getting coronavirus because they're Chinese, so it's, uh-huh. it makes sense, right? Sure. And so, even those uh, others, those Koreans, they, they they look Chinese to some people, if you know exactly. what I'm saying. So um, so anyway, so we, we made sure to go to my favorite sushi place uh, for what we get takeout Saturday night. It's close enough that it's like, all right, we get it from there. We get it home. It doesn't get warm. It doesn't, you know, it, it's like you want, you want your sushi as close to cut off the... Uh, uh, the fish by the sushi chef as possible. So it's one that's nice and close by to our house, but um, walked in there. They seem to be doing okay. Mm. <laughs> they, uh, as far as takeout, I walk in there and they haven't done anything with the dining room as far as like restructured it. A couple places that we've been have taken tables and made like a little barrier that mm. people can't cross. Yeah. Um, and the, and the, uh, the workers there just kind of take the credit card, give you your food across that, table barrier yeah but at the uh at mika sushi uh people were scattered in there like it was a uh like it's the npc <laughs> selection in a game of wild arms where they're like oh way over here and then way over here and then like almost like they had drawn a grid of the store yeah. and made sure each person stayed in their grid <laughs> like a little turn-based restaurant they're all gonna exactly yeah exactly and we were all really smart about um when Frank up at the front got his order. Yeah. He kind of made his way down and we were almost like that that uh sliding car 
uh, uh, rush hour puzzle. Oh, nice. <laughs> it's like, okay, you're moving out. Okay, I'm going to go into your former spot where you just were so Frank yeah. can come down this way and then... <laughs> <laughs> that's great that sounds great i haven't yeah. gone into a place to see that sort of thing yet i assume that's how people are structuring things but we did the same thing this weekend we supported a uh a thai restaurant that makes amazing stuff mm-hmm. and um i was happy to hear from them that they're they're doing okay uh, i think what's happening is a lot of people heard that that people were being weird yes. about chinese places or or, or yeah. just or generally. maybe it happened in one or two places and the news mm-hmm. media got hold of it and kind of blew it up whatever yeah. Yeah. and so in this case it actually worked to their benefit because i think people are going out of their way to help try to support these guys so mm-hmm. so that yeah. made me very happy because i really like those guys i do not want them to go away they make the best drunken noodle in town and i'm <laughs> I need to have it i need to have it mm. we uh i don't know if this has been happening in your place in your in, in utah as well i feel like it probably wouldn't happen in utah but um, our governor gave the go-ahead for restaurants that serve alcohol yeah. to also deliver alcohol with your meal. Oh, so, all right. <laughs> so you can say, all right, yeah, uh, bring me a, um, a double stacker burger, some fries, and a gin and tonic. Wow. And I guess they put the gin and tonic into a uh, um, into a to-go cup, like a fountain drink cup, and bring it right to you. Wow. I'd, I'd... Was that illegal before? Or what was that before? It was illegal before. Oh yeah, you couldn't have you couldn't have uh, alcohol delivered. Interesting. So they can just say, yeah. "Hey, that thing was illegal, can, but now it's you not." You can have bottles of alcohol delivered by a liquor store, but you can't have like a mixed drink or wine or a beer delivered by a restaurant. I don't think our governor Herbert has uh, gotten around to that yet. It's <laughs> my thinking. Governor Herbert. Gary Herbert. Herbert. Actually, he's been great. We have been uh, lucky in the govern in the gubernatorial department during all of this. Nice. Guy's nice. been out in front of stuff, proactive, big changes, uh, smart, pays attention to what the med- uh, you know, what the medical profession and the scientists are saying. Good. Uh, he's not you know making this political. He's he's been great. The guy's been awesome. That's good. so. I have to say, hats off to Gary Herbert. Well, well done so far, sir. Uh, anyway, so, oh yeah, and I was going to tell you about this one leftover. So Kim found some cracked wheat. She found Mm -hmm. some old, not old, old, but some older steak that probably in another week was going to be south, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, some potatoes, some other, oh, some uh, cauliflower, all these weird combo things made a stir fry of all of that. Oh, okay. And it was so freaking good. Oh my gosh. I'm eating better now. I'm eating better in this quarantine than I've eaten in years. I, yeah, I gotta say, I think I have as well. So wait, cracked wheat. Yeah. Um, so you know, how like, do you do that in stir fry? So have you ever had it? So like, uh, I don't know if you boil it. I have to ask her, but I think you like boil- a um, oh, like as a side, like maybe like a like a quinoa or something like that, right? Like Similar you have it as that, a side. Yes. yes. But it's soft, okay. right? So it's super soft, not hard at all. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. You boil it. Yeah, you boil it, and they're all and they fatten up, right? So you got kind of little bulbs mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. And usually, so the, in the south where she grew up, they would have that for breakfast. You get a bowl of those, and then yeah. you put honey in there, and it was like a really good kind of almost like a sweet breakfasty thing. Um, it's very good. Anyway, she put this in the stir fry, and I just thought, well, that's the Frankenstein pile of food I ever yeah, saw. How's kidding. this going to be any good? And it was fan freaking tastic. It was so good. Huh. It was really good. And she put a little beef broth in there just to kind of give it some, uh, some underlying, you know, flavor, a little stock in there. Was, that was great. But anyway, that's what we're doing. We're just going through the stuff. It's like, all right, well, that thing's not going to last. Let's eat that. You know, mm. we'll, we'll save the fresher for the, for the later and then, and the older for the now. And totally, and totally. Working yeah, out that, good. That's, 
Exactly. We're, we're going through the freezer. We're getting stuff out of the freezer. That's like, all right, well, we got, you know, we got this big thing of Costco fish mm-hmm. uh, a couple months ago. Yep. Let's have some tilapia. We're going to throw that in the sous vide. Boom. Yep. There you go. What a great. We had our first, uh, so sadly, uh, the only, the big sad news in Utah was we had our very first death from the virus. Oh, wow. Um, and it was uh, an older guy in Davis County, had some underlying health stuff, so kind of fit the, mm-hmm. fit the profile of, of the at risk uh, type yeah, person. Right. So that totally sucks, but, but only one so far. So I guess that's kind of good. And then you got uh, the, the jazz player that was like smearing himself all over everyone's microphone. Mm-hmm. Yep. He says on day five of his of his uh, virus, he lost all sense of smell and taste. And now there are scientists saying that actually could be a, a great sign for people who are symptomatic to know whether you've oh. got it. Um, other there are it other flus that do that. It's not unheard of, right? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. it can happen. But that's but, like a new thing that people can look for. A new uh, symptom that people can look right. For. Like if you were home and you haven't gone in for a test and you're and you've been sick mm-hmm. and you hit that and you're like oh. Okay, maybe I do need to get I've tested. I lost my sense of taste. I can only listen to Nickelback now. <laughs> now you can get a little bit of uh, my Tommy the what's what's that band? Uh, 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 Love this photograph. No, I know, I know that. But wait, who's the ones that sing the other that do the other song? Oh, somebody wants Tommy the world is gonna roll me. What's yeah. the name of that? Oh, Smash Mouth. Okay, so you can only listen to Nickelback and Smash Mouth when you have no taste. There you go. Mm. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna create uh, a double bill, couple bands called Nickel Mouth and Smashback. I like and it. And we're gonna tour and uh, and uh, we're gonna just merge all their songs and and uh, it'll be better than if the two of them toured. I want to play bass. Can I play bass? Let me. Sure, you bass. can play bass. All right. What do you want to do? You want to be? Uh, wanna... I am going to be um, interpretive dancer oh. on stage. So oh. um, so I'll be I'll be acting out the words of All Star. Can you? Hey now, you're an awesome. <laughs> you All right, gift time. Someone send me that clip. That'd be <laughs> Damn it! I never think about the fact that yeah, you're just gonna like turn this into a gift. I really don't until you say that. It's like all right, we yeah. have to. We freaking have to. Hey, did uh, did uh, Gun Inquisitor come back to the chat chat room? Did he show up again? Oh, there he is. <laughs> was, that, was that his uh, was that his nickname? Is Gun Inquisitor? Yeah, he's back now. He says, uh, "What's up with all the weed talk?" He says, "So he's back. He's all right. He, all right he's good. good. Yeah, he, he took his time out seriously." <laughs> Nobody expects the Gun Inquisitor. <laughs> um, I've been having some fun. You know, the the trivia places I usually do uh, Tuesday nights. We'll go up to Poor Tap House and do trivia. Yeah, uh, where my my friend Don hosts Thursdays yeah. or or sometimes weekends. Sure, we'll do um, Geeks Who Drink trivia, and obviously all that stuff got canceled. Um, but people are now doing like those companies are now doing online trivia competitions, and it's not really a competition because number one, it's really easy to cheat. You know, it's like yeah. when you're when you're sitting at home and you're watching a trivia thing via uh, Chase or a uh, Twitch Chase <laughs> via Twitch. Yeah. Um, Chase TV uh, for all your Chase. gaming TV. streaming new needs. Yeah. Uh, it uh, it's really easy to to cheat and to look things up um, mm-hmm. while you're playing. But uh, so they're not giving away prizes and they're not they're not even really giving you a way to enter your answers other than just spam chat. But, mm-hmm. you know, my trivia team and I have been kind of doing the thing where we we get on a Discord audio chat while it's going on and we treat it like we would a normal trivia game and say, all right, what would we what would we turn in here? What would you hear? So it's a really good to like if you're if anyone's saying, oh, I'd love to do that trivia stuff, but I wouldn't be uh, 
uh, good enough at it to, to participate. I don't know, trivia, whatever. This is a really good time to to get in there and try it. You can actually see what a game is like without having to go to a bar and, and play like yeah, a... Yeah, no, that's great. I, that's one of the, the only, trip. one of the bright spots of all of this is this, I don't know, some of the stuff just keeps cropping up. Like I saw an art mm-hmm. thing the other day that was like this great collaborative stream that normally these people put on at some university but instead they did it online i'm like you know what you should do this online all the freaking time right right you should just keep doing it uh yeah. it is it's really cool uh so, i would also say i'd, rec- I'd highly oh, recommend the geeks who drink one as opposed to the the uh king trivia if you're just gonna do one do the geeks who drink one because it's so much better produced than <laughs> than all the other ones well that's good even yeah. though they drink right, sorry, go ahead, please. better Continue. even when they drink um, all right, so I was going to say, what was I going to say? Oh, I was going to say, well, this is this would have been a great time for that trivia. Remember that trivia thing that was all hot on on the phone for a while? What was that called? King, or, uh, HQ trivia. HQ, and they, the they ended that, it. It went away. They did, yeah. It went bankrupt uh, a couple weeks ago. But this would have been a, this, this, this would have been a perfect time kinda, for it. Yeah, kind of would have been perfect timing for, for them to. Big communal experience. <laughs> Everybody's, you know, quarantined themselves. And we're all going into the same the same little service and all that <laughs> yeah so I'm, I'm i'm bummed that that doesn't exist now or at least something hasn't taken its place because uh mm-hmm. you know trivia be damned all right uh dunaway time maybe we should do that yeah i say let's do dunaway sure all right, let's do that let's add them to the show and let's get some winnings here okay. um hold on create group they change the way this works it's annoying to me okay there we go. All right, we'll bring him in. We'll do our thing. Oops. Yeah. Why he's that? been. He actually is in my. Uh, he's on my island right now. He's raiding my icebox. <laughs> is he really in there? He's in your island he right is. now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Joining us right now is Mr. Brian Dunaway, all the way from South Carolina and from Brian's Island. Welcome to the show. <laughs> What's up? Oh, hi, Scott Brian. It's nice to see Hello. you. How, how are you? How oh, are you feeling? Actually, actually, I got kicked off your island. Oh, you did? Well, what happened? Yeah, I don't know. It said it said uh, connection lost. I, I I walked up to you. Mm-hmm. I said goober, yeah, and then uh, and then uh, then I I was off. I oh, know. maybe well, when you, if you come back, you need to make sure to check out the bulletin board uh, in my plaza mm-hmm. where Scott Johnson has drawn uh, a picture of a guy pooping. Yeah, I drew a pooping. Box. Oh, I'll have to go check that out. But I've already been entertained because when I was flying over your land to land, I saw your little, <laughs> I saw your little uh, layout there, your little rug, your little Coverville rug. <laughs> yes. And I don't know if you know this or not, but if you stand there. As I'm flying in, you like a big old giant goober waving. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It puts. It, I think it puts the island owner there, regardless. Even if okay. I, if I was some other part of the island, I think when you fly over an island, I think it puts you uh, puts the owner of that island right there by the entrance. Yeah, and well, you uh, look like an idiot. So if you shut the, if you <laughs> if you turn on, if you put your thing to sleep, it shuts everybody out. Yeah. Right, you can't get yeah. in. Yeah. So okay. basically, I've got it open over there. If I see it dim, I just flick the. The joystick a little bit. I, got yeah, I turn mine. Flick. I just turn. Uh, yeah, I just I just turn mine off so it doesn't go to sleep ever. So it just you know it just blur, burst into flames. Yeah, oh, do God. that. Yeah, yeah that's, that's a great yeah. idea. Well, you need a little robot that's that'll perfect. sit there and just flick the trigger. Just sit there and flick it. <laughs> flick it. Flick it. Uh, <laughs> all right, we got a caller on the line to play this little game with us. Let's find out who's been so patient. Hi, good morning. Who's this? Hi, this is Adam from Windsor, Ontario. Hello, Adam from Windsor, Ontario. How are you? I'm not too bad. How are you? Oh, fantastic. Uh, it's good to have you here. How are things in Windsor, Ontario? 
same as everywhere else. Yeah. We're in lockdown. So yeah. Working from home. All right. Well, I hope you're, you, uh, hope you're uh, doing all right. Yeah. Let's go ahead, Ryan. And you guys announced today that you are pulling out of the Olympics. Like, you are not going to uh, mm-hmm. participate. Uh, Canada is not planning on participating in the Tokyo Olympics. Well, spe- oh, really? Especially, oh, I, it's I news to him. <laughs> yeah. Is it, is it, so it's especially oh, no, if they, I'm a, I'm a rower, eh? That sucks. If they, if they still do it in July, that's true. But if it gets just postponed, maybe they'll still do it. I don't know. If it gets postponed, they'll probably, they'll be in. But, okay. Um, yeah. All right. Yeah, well, I would imagine so. I, uh, I hope, uh, for the best for you and everyone around you. Today, we're going to have some fun, see if we can't send you something cool. And we'll do it with a little game Brian's devised. Brian, you want to explain to me and Dunaway how it works and our. I will so totally do that. So I'm going to be giving Scott and Brian a topic. They're going to go back and forth giving me answers that fit that topic. If one of them gives a wrong answer, repeated answer, or they take too long to come up with an answer, the win is going to go to the other player. Adam, your job is to predict who is going to come out on top based on the topic. Today, you are playing for a couple of Steam games because. Uh, shipping to Canada is kind of a little more expensive, so uh, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna send you some Steam games and and uh, save physical prizes for the U.S. But that doesn't mean we're chin- chintzing out on the uh, Steam games. Oh no, you're getting a copy of Under Hero and Cryofall. Oh. Cryofall, I know, is is a super cool, popular game. Cryofall. I'm trying to remember what that Cryofall. is. Cryofall. It's one where ice falls on you, and uh, no. Uh, Cryofall. I don't know what that is. I'm sure it's I've good, I've heard... Let's see. It's a, a sci-fi online survival game. Yeah, oh, Top-down perspective. Cryofall. Is it based Cryofall. on the Crytek engine? Or I could have sworn I heard, uh, heard about Cryofall before. Maybe not. Hmm, just it's a 200-player sci-fi survival game. 200-player? I've player. heard of Underhero. 200-player? Really? 200 player sci-fi survival Okay, game. so it sounds like they some kind of... They just doubled it up. They probably got some kind of private server thing where you get in there and like you and 199 other people try to survive. Yeah, so it's basically uh, you're one of up to 200 survivors stranded on an alien world while you'll start by desperately scrounging up resources to keep going for just another day. Eventually, you'll be able to construct farms, advanced technology in cities. Uh, there's Too real. Bit of a <laughs> multiplayer RimWorld vibe. Um, Too much like going to Costco. No thanks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nice. No, I hear it's. Anyway. Uh, okay, I'm seeing some reviews. Reviews are good. People like it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, good. These are good prizes. Awesome. Uh, how do we uh, earn they could, them? They could be yours, Adam. But here's uh, what we've got to do. We've got to give our boys a topic that they're going to be playing with here. This one comes to us from a listener who goes by the name uh, Paul Raven. Paul Raven sent this one in, and I feel like you guys probably have a similar disadvantage and advantage to this one oh, okay. um, i like how you put disadvantage first that means we're both screwed mm-hmm. yeah you're both kind of screwed mm. so uh uh inspector gadget uh was oh. brought up on the show uh a couple weeks ago and got paul raven thinking that it might make a good babble royale to list the gadgets that inspector gadget would use um he found a as much of an official list as he could possibly find. There's some commonly used gadgets, but then there's kind of other ones. Um, and he compiled them and like did some did some work to like merge uh, things from different sources. So, uh, Inspector Gadget uh, gadgets is what we're looking for. All right. Oh, gadgets that he had. Okay. And gadgets is, that is he it had. is it canon? F- cartoon and movie also canon or no? Oh, that's a really good question. This one just lists the. Um, 
just list the cartoon. Okay. But I would be surprised if a lot of those I'm sure cross over, but I don't know. Probably for sure. crossed over. Okay. Yeah, I would right. say I'd say they probably crossed over. Did you guys uh, see the movie? Yeah, the Ferris no, Bueller movie, or not Ferris? What's his name? Yeah, it was uh, Ferris Matthew Bueller. Broderick. No. Matthew Broderick. Yeah, I saw Broderick. it a long time ago. I saw it at the drive-in. Oh, really? Cool. <laughs> yeah. Were you uh, making out, and so you didn't really see the movie, or how'd that go? No, I was there when my kids got. Oh, jeez! All right, that's weird. All right, we'll, we'll see then. an Inspector Gadget. What do you think? Yeah, I'm like taking a hot date to see Inspector Gadget. <laughs> hey. I've got uh, Google I've got bad date. 30, I've got 30 items on this list. Go, so go um, bad date. <laughs> bad, bad date. Bad date. Uh, bad right. date gadget. I'm nervous, but all right. All right. So Adam, knowing that that is the topic, and hearing the confidence level of our two players. Who do you want to go first, and who do you think is going to win this one? Uh, Well, I'm thinking Scott's going to win, and we'll let Brian go first. Okay. Oh, All right. Nice. Brian, you're first. All right. Always my favorite go-go gadget when he pops out the go-go gadget copter, and he flies copter. off. Damn it. Yes. Helicopter propeller blades that come out of his hat that enable him to fly. Um, he has right, a Penny. spare unit available in the event of failure, as seen mm -hmm. in Episode 9 of Inspector Gadget. Um, right. Oh, geez, that was going to be my first one, too. <laughs> wow. Um, <laughs> Already kind of struggling, oh no. A little bit. Um, go, go, Gadget Brain. All right, no, me, no, no, no helping. Yeah, no that's helping. The, that's the dog. Oh, he had a dog, named, a dog brain? named Brain? Yeah, Penny uh, was his uh, niece, and uh, uh, Brain was the uh, dog. All right. I remember oh. a gadget umbrella, I think, where he could float and safely float somewhere. Was that the, the deal? The gadget umbrella, a hand holding out an umbrella that comes out of his hat, can be used as a parachute. More often than not, he will fall rapidly when using his umbrella when it turns inside out. His, gadget umbrella, umbrella, umbrella. Is it called umbrella? Yeah, umbrella, yeah. Go, go gadget umbrella. He would say. He does yeah. say umbrella. Okay, funny. Gadget I thought he said umbrella. umbrella. I can just, I can hear it in my head is umbrella, but I guess I'm just. Well, I said, oh, God, um, I said umbrella, and that's okay, right? You're, you're still it's gonna totally give it to fine. me. Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm not gonna, right. I'm not gonna hold you to the. Well, I'm going go go gadget skates. <laughs> totally remember the gadget skates. Uh, where are they on here? Here we go. Roller skates come out of the bottom of his shoes. He's often very clumsy and struggles to keep his balance on the skates. Later on in the series. He tries adding his rockets. own modifications in the form of rockets. Exactly. Comes yep. out from the sides. Uh, even more glitches than most of his gadgets for their first few appearances. Um, I never, I, I, I've seen maybe two or three of the cartoons, but basically it was kind oh, of a, a parody of Get Smart, which itself was a parody of James Bond, basically, right? right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I think I've seen all the gadgets. All wow. The okay. Didn't it also right. have the Get Smart guy voice him? He was the Don voice. Don Adams. Yeah. Don yeah. Adams was doing the voice. All right. Uh, the I, he had spring, uh, springs on his feet, if oh, I recall, yeah. right? Gadget springs, totally. A spring comes out of his hat, enabling him to bounce, usually when falling headfirst and hitting his head against the ground. His legs can also extend with springs, which Boing. he often uses for jumping and landing. So gadget springs in both the head and legs. Go go. What? <laughs> okay. <laughs> you, you, got, you kind of threw me off because you said in the legs. So I was going to say go, go, gadget legs. They're not really springs. They're more like just long legs. Mm. Yes, correct. Okay. okay, um, okay. Gadget legs. Go, go, gadget his, legs. And, and with that come his uh, neck. Charlie Horse. Uh, his neck, arms, and legs can telescope and extend to great lengths. Embedded into his left hand is a crank that can be used to retract his extending arms. So all of legs, arms, neck extending all, all fit, all it count in sometimes. that. Uh, 
Yeah. He's a real... He's, he's, he's gotten an, himself into a knot once or twice. He's an abomination, man, that guy. He's kind of... Uh, he's more machine than man. He really Ooh. is. <laughs> Nobody wants to be with that guy. All right. Um, I remember he had a... How do you describe this? It would either... Okay, so he had... Was it a flower? <laughs> I think he had a flower that would either squirt like water or lasers or something. Anyways, like yeah, a flower, like a lasers. like a joke flower, but it would work for him to shoot something out of it. Is that right? <laughs> go go gadget flower. Gadget flower. Yes, it is on the ah! list. I just want to make you. I just want to make you uh, struggle for a second. Um, a mechanical hand holding a big sunflower emerges from his hat and can either spray water or sleep gas. Sleep gas, air. not lasers. <laughs> not lasers. Destroy them with sleep gas. Oh, sleep gas. Oh, Sleep crap. Gas. Okay. All right. Woo. Dodge that bullet. Did you? Yeah. So. <laughs> it's funny how All many right. of these things are really just a hand that comes out of his hat yeah. that holds yeah. something, right? Yeah. It's not like Pretty it's much. a gadget flower. It's a gadget arm that has a flower in it. <laughs> yeah, it's real dumb. Yeah. Dumb. Now, he has a, a, a go-go gadget flashlight that comes out of his finger as well. I'm going to go with go-go gadget flashlight. <laughs> Um, yes, there it is right there. Um, now they list this as all finger gadgets. So I'm going to, I'm going to oh. take all the finger gadgets here at once. All the finger um, gadgets coming oh, off the board. Man. Here's the deal. I'm going to read the whole thing to you. There are several gadgets inside his fingers accessed by taking the end of his finger, uh, to expose the gadget. These include a flashlight, skeleton key, laser pen, screwdriver, drill bit, snow gun, corkscrew, water pistol, whistle and vibrator That's so those are all the things whoa 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 wait 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 that Brian you got it you, you snuck that I one in it. there i snuck that yeah, one in. Yes. he didn't do nah, i snuck that, that one in get hilarious it? um that's where that i got the terrible. laser from i think it was that finger laser all right um so we're done with hands i can't think any more of those done um, with hands. uh let's see he had an overcoat does his does his coat the coat had all kinds of shit in it, so I'm gonna say his coat. Uh can't give you that. You can't you do wanna, gadget wanna, coat, no gadget coat. Can you coat? be more specific? Oh, I'm sorry, I can't you know what? I take that back. It lists gadget coat. Uh, like his, print, I thought, but that's not the coat itself is in the gadgets, the stuff inside it, but they actually do list it as gadget coat. His trench coat right. inflates. When he pulls one of its buttons and enables him to float in water in the sky. So I'm giving you this because it's a gadget. It's a it's a inflatable, basically. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, he's wearing an yeah, inflatable. I remember the, the coat had it's a, a bit of a gadget, I suppose. Uh, yeah. It's almost always deflated by being punctured, causing him to shoot through the sky as the air is released <laughs> before falling from a great height. Wow. In Winter Olympics, the pilot episode of season one, Gadget refers to it as his gadget blimp. Ooh, very good. I'm glad you said the Olympics. This is I my forgot gadget about blimp. the go-go gadget skis. No, gadget skis. really? <laughs> oh man, go-go gadget skis. <laughs> like this one's brief. Gadget skis, a pair of skis that extend out of the front and back of the shoes. Yeah, they don't, don't have to. That's all you get on that one. <laughs> the very brief description. It was, re it was really ones. Those were always my favorite animations because they kind of like, uh, they just kind of like popped out. They kind of like ballooned, and they just jumped out. <laughs> oh, geez. It was kind of the Transformers of his. Uh, oh, it totally was, yeah. Of his time. How would I explain this one? So I have a memory, a very specific memory of a big old cartoon hammer coming out of something, 
but I don't remember where it protruded from. I, I, so I'll just I say think that's hammer. Just in the. Okay, yeah, go ahead. I'll say I'll hammer. Um, gadget hammer. Hammer gadget. Yeah, you know what? I'm going Promotional to... work, I've seen it in, but I've never actually seen him use it, except maybe in the movie. I've seen it in the cartoon. I've Robert. seen him use like an extendable I think you're hammer. thinking of the intro. I don't think they actually use it in the cartoon well, itself. Well, I mean, isn't the intro part of the cartoon? Yeah, I, I, even I would... Uh, give... Some of the stuff. Some of it All is. All right. I'm going to give it to you to take this one off the table. Gadget hands. Even though we said, like, all right, all of his other gadgets seem to be hand-holding something. Yeah. Uh, several mechanical hands can pop out of Gadget's hat. These hands will sometimes hold various objects, including a camera, a motorized fan, a spotlight, a can opener, other useful things. Of course, there there will be times when I'll also be holding something useless or unhelpful to the situation. I'm going to assume that what you saw was a Gadget hand holding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go, go, Gadget Periscope. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, all right, fine, my turn. <laughs> okay, Periscope definitely do, on the list. Do I get? Do I get to like shut you up sometimes? Because you get to hurry me up so no, I can no, shut no, you you're, up. You're right? good. Is that how you're that good. works? You're good. Uh, no, yes. Was, and the, where is no. it here? I know I saw. Doesn't it. Doesn't bode well for my later judging, though, does it? Um. Oh, I take that back. Actually, there is one here called Gadget Mallet. So we're actually going to take that one off the board. Oh. Oh, Gadget. Uh, what'd you say? Mallet. Gadget Mallet. Mallet. Yes. Oh, mallet. okay, that's gadget a hammer. Periscope. Right. Uh, his hat opens up and a periscope emerges to see mm -hmm. over high objects or when underwater. All right. Um, didn't his teeth do something weird? Or does that count as the head or something? You're gonna. Didn't his teeth do something weird? It was some kind of weird tooth thing where they'd like it would like open like a door and then. Is that your final answer? <laughs> yeah, open like teeth. a door. I'll his say... teeth would open like a door. I'll say teeth or tooth. Teeth, gadget teeth, gadget's Ugh. teeth. Uh, deploy from his mouth and fly about. Oh my gosh! Fly about, fly about. As though independent, as though independent from his body. Right, like well, of course they fly because teeth can fly. If they're not in your mouth, of course they fly. So, do false teeth really count as a gadget? I don't think so. But his tie, go go gadget tie, baby. He had a tie that did something. Yes, an even shorter description than the uh, skis. What gadget do you need to tie. know? His necktie becomes a lasso. <laughs> what do you need to know? Well, <laughs> um, good point. It's a. I'm sorry. It was a lasso. His tie would become. It becomes a lasso. Yes. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Not a handhold. Why wouldn't it be a hand holding a lasso? It seems like if they've gone the the route of having hands do everything else. Um. All right. I'll say this is a totally go, go gadget bag of chips. Throwing this out. Out in out in the, this is totally a guess, but something with his ears, gadget ears, probably. Oh, here you go, gadget ears. Because he probably had to hear gadget real good, ears. so his ear would go they, real they, far. They like they like they like, to, they like uh, the little scope thing to kind of like scope out or something. Correct. Yes, metal like cones a... that deploy from his head around his ears, allowing him to hear better. Okay. There are gadget ears or amplifiers or cones or whatever, uh, however you want to describe. It. Gadget okay. ears is listed. All right. Go go gadget binoculars. Oh, go go gadget binoculars. Shit, right here at the top the of my eyes. list. Uh, binoculars lower down out of his hat and cover his eyes or over his mm -hmm. eyes. Oh my gosh. Go uh, go gadget bow movement. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Flamethrower of, of some sort. Um, Do you have a flamethrower? I think in his hands, but I don't think. Did we say that in his hands? No. That's kind of a no. He, he didn't say it. I don't think they had that kind of I don't think they had that in the budget. 
He has to have I'm had looking fire. Through the list that I'm looking through the list that I've got. I'm pretty sure that was the animators going, by. nope, we ain't drawing fire every week. Yeah, I'm not seeing it. Now, somebody may pull up video of a of a, uh, a flamethrower, but I am not. It, it is not in my official list here. And what I say goes, I see no Damn it. flamethrower. Damn it! Go, I've... go. Did what? you have more? Did you have more? Oh, yeah, go. Go go gadget uh siren the little pops of his hat. <sighs> I remember that. Woo. That is in the yeah, intro too. Light and siren emerged from the top of his hat, mm-hmm. used in the opening credits. Damn it. Right. Um You had enough you had too you much have. time on your hand on Saturday mornings. What else you got? Well, I wasn't on Saturday mornings. That thing went to syndication pretty quick. I used to watch them. They used to run like two or three. Like they used to run like blocks of them. You know, you know what would be cool? Someone in the chat says this also, but what would be really cool is like a really dark take on Inspector Gadget. <laughs> Put it in like uh, like right Blade Runner future. It's an uh, it's a detective who's mostly cyborg, mostly machine, very little man, and it's just all played for serious. It don't you right. know like everything? Magic hat. Oh, it'd be amazing. I'm not, equip- I'm not equipped to love. <laughs> <laughs> go go gadget hat. Hat what uh, hat? Go go gadget hat. Like we said about a, a thousand things. Describe the go go gadget hat because there is something that might fit that. What would tell um, me about the hat? I had a hand. It's dumb. It's kind there's of a, dumb. There's a hand. There's another. Yeah, there's a whole hat hand thing yes. that actually does okay. it. Okay. That it's is like, it. Hold. It basically takes his hat and like doffs his hat to a, <laughs> to a lady. <laughs> the gadget hat doff. When gadget uh, greets a lady, instead of doffing his hat, a mechanical hand emerges from his hat. In the hand is another hat. From this other hat emerges a second mechanical hand, which is also holding a hat. I want to see this. In the dark that is scene. an unneeded redundancy. It totally is. That's, that's, what, that's, the whole, that's what GoGo is all about. You're man. stupid. Your tax dollars at work. Here's everything that you could have uh, said besides <laughs> what you did say. Gadget handcuffs or gadget cuffs. Uh, just above his forearm uh, or just out of his forearm above his hand comes out uh, gadget cuffs. The top secret gadget phone. It's uh, his his thumb is the mouthpiece and his I, pinky oh, is the ear. I was worried about that when you said it counted all the fingers because I, I, I know oh, he pulled his thumb sure. up to his ear and his uh, the pinky was the receiver but uh gotcha uh gadget lanyard a mechanical lanyard extends from his belt buckle uh gadget flaps mechanical flaps merge from his waist allowing him to glide um gadget magnets in his shoes oh, that's right parachute. Gadget separate flaps. from the umbrella there's a gadget parachute gadget <laughs> respirator oh we can uh, use those we, we can really use, use yeah, that now use right let's <laughs> go go gadget yeah uh, the gadget refrigerator gadget, a gloved hand holding an unmarked aerosol can, appears out of his hand hat and sprays a substance that immediately reduces the surrounding area to sub-zero temperatures. Okay. Wow! All right. Um, wind sail, radar, and pulley are the last three. A pulley. Hmm. A pulley. Oh. Uh, a mechanical hand. Go figure. <laughs> holding a pulley on a handle emerges from his hat to allow him to travel down a gondola cable. Wow. They really relied on that. Hands are coming out of my hat. It really deal. did. Exactly. Like, I work for the spy company that really just, all we create are hands. Yeah. And it's holding the things that uh, Department D decides to put in there. Yeah, I don't I don't hold with it, is what I'd say. Yeah. Did, well, you like the, did you like the Dr. Claw? I like the Dr. Claw in that. He always had that. Dr. Had Claw voice. was the bad guy, did right? Did Walker do one of those for a while? Yeah. Who, who played Dr. Claw in the uh, Matthew Broderick? I don't remember. Oh, oh, no. oh you know what? Famous? That's a good question. Maybe. I can't remember. Is is Inspector Gadget film sackable? Oh, oh the gosh. movie absolutely. If if you if you liked uh, like Who Framed Roger Rabbit, just kind of like along the lines of that kind of slapstick 
Oh, Rupert uh, Everett was Rupert Everett, uh, Dr. Yeah. Claw. <laughs> Freaking Rupert Everett, dude. And Jolie Fisher was uh, Brenda Michelle Trachtenberg was Penny. Yeah. Penny. Uh, also featured the comedy stylings of Andy Dick. Ah. D.L. Hewley. Yeah. Renee Sh- Abergenois. Yeah. Sherry Mr. O'Terry T. was in there. He was in there. Richard Keel. Yeah. <laughs> wow. They had every everybody who was looking for work. That's great. <laughs> that's right. Exactly. <laughs> uh, well, that's great news for everybody, but... Me and Adam. And Adam, Adam uh, how do you feel about this loss? Are you all right? Are you going to be okay? Oh, no, I'm great with it. I just wanted to thank you guys for all you do and keeping us entertained Aww. during the time. But, uh, thank you. Yeah, that's way too many close calls there, Scott. <laughs> I know. I feel like I <laughs> got really close toward the end, but it uh, didn't happen. But uh, uh, same to you, man. We hope uh, you stay safe, stay healthy, and uh, we'll, uh, we'll hopefully talk to you soon. All right. right. Scott had a mechanical hand that was pulling answers out of his butt. Out of my buttocks. Out of my butt. I was sure. What was the one I said that was wrong? I forgot already. Flamethrower. Oh, flamethrower. I was sure that there was a flamethrower. Or maybe I just want there to be one. It makes sense, though, because now I I think, like I said... Freeze, but uh, you know, right? Yeah, if you're gonna, it does get kind of dark, right? Then yeah. he's gonna torch somebody. <laughs> I was worried it might be in the in the movie, but they definitely wouldn't do an animation because this was this was kind of limited animation, even for the '80s. Yeah, it was pretty bad. And it's not a great. Yeah, so it's not a great cartoon. I mean, a lot of people. Fire would be hard. This. Yeah, fire would be hard. Oh, that's just a thing you should say to yourself every day. Fire, yeah. fire. Ah, uh, Brian fire, Dunaway, fire. today at 3.30 Mountain Time here on a Monday, we'll be doing the Boop Show. That's right. We're going to be talking video Monday. games. And I'll just tell you right now, I'm going to pretty much talk about nothing but but uh, <laughs> Animal Crossing and Doom Animal Eternal. Crossing. So uh, if you want to well, hear about Well, let me t- just say I'm, I'm in agreement with you. I, I have only took a couple of minutes into Doom Eternal, but I have eternally dedicated myself to Animal Crossing. So Yeah. I am uh, I'm I'm further than that in Doom, but not super far, but far enough to to I think speak to the overall quality of it. Did I like it? You'll have to wait oh, yeah. and see today at the Boop Show at uh, three thirty Mountain way. Time. Yeah, and and uh, just put, throw this in your show or throw this out to people. Uh, here's my tip of the day for Animal Crossing. Go. Oh, there goes Brian back into my island. He's gonna go raid my raid my icebox. Yeah. Um, mm, yummy. Uh, if you've got a lot of trees, right, and you you know one of the first things you do every day is go out and get all your wood. Mm-hmm. Uh, knock out all your wood first before you collect any of it, and that helps you keep track of which trees you've gotten wood from. Oh, smart. Just leave so, all the wood on the ground. Yeah, that's when I'm looking for my morning wood, yeah. I just... Yes. Uh, exactly. That's also good for if you've, if you've pounded the stones or not. Uh, right. You've pounded right. the stones. Yeah. Also, another tip, going, but... another tip is don't eat fruit before you pound the stones because you'll right. break oh, the yeah. stones. Destroy your rocks. Yeah, you'll destroy them. Now they'll come back but they spawn in a different place. If you like yes. the location of them, don't eat the fruit first when you hit them and that'll just shake them loose. Then I've got to go there. destroy one of my stones because it popped up in, right in front of my house. And oh. so I can't I can't oh. uh like I have to move stuff around if I want to get all eight items from my stone because right now where it's at I'm only going to get uh, three items or four yeah. items. From the it. the physics in the know. world of Animal Crossing continue to be flummoxing. Yes. Um, and then right. uh, the other tip would be uh, d- when you go to those other islands, you know, your your uh, ticket thing, uh, whatever they call mm-hmm. the miles yeah, tickets. Yeah, miles. Uh-huh. Uh, just shred that place of its resources. Take yeah. all of it yeah. home with you. All especially rocks. Like, yeah. especially hit all the rocks. Yeah, because you know how, you know the hardest damn thing to find in this game is those is the is the iron. Iron nuggets. Yeah. They're the worst. Yeah. Iron, iron nuggies are impossible. They're, they're I don't know worse. how many islands I had to go to before I finally found ferrite dust. Yeah. Also, uh, it's a good point. What? If you put, st- if you dig a hole someplace and leave it, it'll stay whole. It'll stay no a hole. Guy. So it's a great way to mark stuff. That's a good idea. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, look at us. Cool. Let's start our Animal do, Crossing I do tip holes show. behind the rocks so that I don't, it doesn't knock me far away from the rock to where I can just go oh, bam, 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 bam. Smart. That's yes. a cool idea, except I wonder how much time you're really saving because you got to take the time to pull out your shovel, shovel well, the Well, it's hole. not a time saver. Like yeah, the, the rocks are like uh, Mario boxes where you have a limited time to get all the stuff out of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if you, if you waste, it, it will cut you down by one item if you have to move back towards the rock to hit it again. There's only six six possible, right? I always get all six. Eight, eight items eight? out of a rock. Seven, seven items out of a rock. Shit! And you're losing it's one. Got to, you're, it's you're got to be missing out. Far back. Exactly. Yeah, I've yeah. been missing out at least one rock or stone or iron or ingot. iron nugget. Yeah, nugget. Freaking nuggets. Ferrite, ferrite nugget. All right, this is... <laughs> I can tell you where you get a lot of ferrite nuggets if you need them. All right, uh, well done. Done away. I look forward to talking to you later about all that stuff. Take your win and... And, and F right off. All right, bye. Okay, we are going to take a break, and today we're doing something kind of special. Uh, sorry, YouTubers, you're not going to see this, but everybody else is. We're going to play today's song live on the show, today's mid-song and ending song. <clears throat> the YouTube will uh, have to be paused, so sorry. They, they they destroy my account if I don't, so it's not my fault, I promise. Uh, but we're going to do that a little bit different today. So, Brian, let's take yes. that break. And you, Oh, you know what? Before I do that, I want to tell people, brand new Fred and Can out today. Go read it. Uh, it's one of my favorites. Basically, I'm translating my real life into <laughs> into the life of Fred and Can. Uh, if you don't know what this is, it's about a guy and his expired can of cream corn. They live together. Uh, they talk to each other, or do they? Um, but anyway, in uh, today's episode, Fred is really tired of quarantining himself and is rather depressed on the couch. And so Can tries to motivate him. Then hilarity ensues. So check it out. FredandCan.com is where the latest comic is. You can find it there. There's RSS feeds. You can also get it mailed to you if you'd prefer there's lots of ways to get it. I have it on Twitter. I put it on Instagram. Uh, pretty much everywhere you go, it's there. So go check it out and uh, let me know what you think of it. You can also visit my personal Patreon and see uh, how to get prints of it and that sort of stuff. That's fredandcan.com. Okay, now introduce this song and we'll play it on the air. All right. Uh, so going back actually quite a few years to 2005, this is a band that I worked with for the Not Lame podcast. So, hey, I'm, I'm actually able to say, yeah, I have permission to play this. Um, because the band gave me permission to put in the Not Lame podcast and any future podcast that I work on. Nice. Uh, Michael Carpenter and Mark Muldray are a band called uh, The Superhip. Michael Carpenter does some great stuff on his own, by the way. But these guys are power pop royalty. Uh, one of my favorite genres of, of music is power pop. Not to be confused with like pop like, you know, Adele and Beyonce and stuff like that. Power pop is more like a uh, the wonders from that thing you do is is power pop fountains of wayne um the kinks uh stuff like that squeeze totally totally love power pop uh this band is the super hip and it, it felt like the right song to play today the song is called everything's all right you'll see why i play it uh came out in 2005 on their album seize the world here are the super hip Everything goes wrong And the fates are out of control You can't hold your resistance long For a break you would lose your soul When your prospects seem dark and dim And there's nowhere that you can turn What's the difference between truth and sin When your world has been over? 
Guys, let's talk about Pitney Bowes. Shipping and mailing from your desk has never been simpler than it is right now with SendPro Online from Pitney Bowes. With SendPro Online from Pitney Bowes, it's just a click, send, and save for as low as $4.99 a month. That's $4.99 a month. It's crazy. Send envelopes, flats, and packages right from your desk, and you are back to business in no time. And for being a listener of TMS, that's the morning stream, you'll receive a free 30-day trial that you can get started with right away. And... To help you get started even further, a free 10-pound scale to ensure that you never overpay. Save time and money on mailing and shipping with SimPro Online. Again, starting at just $4.99 a month. Qualify for special USPS rates for letters and priority mail shipping. Calculate exact postage online and print from your PC or Mac. Go to pb.com slash TMS to access the special offer for a free 30-day trial plus a free 10-pound scale to get started. That's pb.com slash TMS. Experience shipping made simple with a free trial of SimPro Online from Pitney Bowes. This here's 1240 Roy Vista. It's always been 1240 Roy Vista. 1240. 1240. Staring at an Al Pacino Amazon Prime ad. Thank you. 
the morning stream with us. Welcome back to the show, everybody. That song was good. I like that. Wasn't it great? Yeah, yeah it nice and good. peppy and positive and get you in the right mood for today. It's going to be all right. Everything's going to be all right. Uh, super hip. Sorry. I'm still singing uh, it. From uh, Seize the World uh, from 2005. The super S-U-P-A-H-I-P. One of the greatest pop, power pop bands of all time. Yeah, it's very, very good. All right. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. We are going to call our good pal and friend, Steven yeah. Schleicher. He is with Majorspoilers.com. And uh, he'll be joining us shortly with this. Steven. It's Steven Schleicher all the way from, like I said, he's Kansas in Majorspoilers.com. Steven, welcome to the show. How are you? Hey, Scott. How are you guys? Yeah. Oh, there's We're also good. Brian. Hello. Yeah. Oh, oh, hi. Oh, oh hi. Steven. Oh, Didn't hi. see you there. <laughs> hey, Steven, are you, uh, how are you holding up? You got the two kids at home. You got the stuff going on. Like, you doing all right? You hanging in there? Yeah. Yeah, everything's fine here. Yeah. Not too bad. For now. Yeah. For now. We'll are see. Are you they, switching they... into uh, homeschooling mode? Are you, are you? Uh... This is spring break this week, but oh, we have cool. a meeting tonight at uh, seven o'clock on our Zoom to talk about uh, what's going to happen after spring break. Uh, everybody's going to go to virtual, I believe, after yeah. after spring break. Now, so. let me ask you this. I've noticed, um, I, I can't be the only person who has noticed this, but suddenly Zoom is the thing. Now, mm-hmm. before all this, a lot of people, A, had never heard of it, and B, uh, most of us in podcasting like it, but don't love their volume control and have other issues. We don't lack use it of, very often. Yeah. <laughs> kind of lack of features. But suddenly... Out of nowhere, it is the go-to standard for all of this stuff. And I don't well, understand why. Them. Why aren't people just using what they've already used? Like, why aren't they using Skype? Why aren't they using a million other things? Is there something special going on that I don't know about? Well, so Zoom lifted, if I remember correctly, they lifted the cap of the number of people that can be in one Zoom call at a time. Mm-hmm. Most colleges and universities that have a virtual college presence, like Fort Hayes State University, which has been doing virtual college for over 20 years, they've been using Zoom uh, for all their virtual colleges classes. And since... My guess is since that there are probably a good connection between middle school, high school, grade school teachers and faculty at universities that they're also using that as well. Okay, so it's not like they suddenly got a new suite of features that I should go look at. No, 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 no. Okay. All right. I mean, you know, whatever. Like, this is what happens during these things. Uh, Stuff will, certain things will get a boost from uh, hey, from Because they're the right thing right now. Right, the right time. I don't know if I talked about it here, but like my youngest son, he's eight. Uh, nine next month, but uh, he and his friends have been super, super social with one another during this. Yeah. They have been on Facebook and they faced uh, FaceTime or whatever it is uh, each other all day. There's like four of them and they all start giggling and they play their, their Roblox games online and, <laughs> and just have all sorts of fun. So they're really not going to hurt socially during this, this incident. Yeah. My That's kids cool. are, my kids, uh, we have a, so we have a, a FaceTime phone group called animal crossing weirdos. <laughs> and we they'll start that that call up and whoever wants to join in can join in and we just all are jumping each other's islands and sharing our stuff and laughing and nick's you know nice. nick will be like oh, i'm gonna play doom for a while and he's playing doom in there and all the cameras are looking at the ceilings because we're doing a facetime and nobody's looking <laughs> yeah. at it so there's a little my, bit of that son, going on it's pretty my good. son hates it because i'll sneak up behind him and start making weird faces to the camera nice what oh, you no way yeah. Yeah. he's like dad you're so embarrassing yeah, uh, essential tremor in the chat room. I think we played that 
the other day. The the person that got up and went to use the bathroom forgot and left their mic on. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Love that. Yeah, yeah. we played Maybe it on the show. He was. Oh, maybe it was Friday's show. So I it think it was post-show, actually. Oh, we, was it? Um, yeah, I don't oh. think we did it during the actual show. The patrons got it. That's who got yep. it. Uh, well, anyway, still, Stephen, one of the things I've been thinking about, and I know you have, is the impact this will have on comic book stores, like actual shops who, well, you know, have had to pivot so much in recent years to, you know, make their shops more of a, of a draw outside of even just comics, you know, making them places to go play magic on Saturdays, that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, and while this is affecting everybody in retail, I'm, I'm curious if you've got any information or data on how this may smack the, uh, the folks that yeah, try to boy, run comic shops. I, I tell you, this is going to decimate the comics industry, not just comic shops, but the industry as a whole. Um, the biggest thing is comic shops are in some places forced to close. Uh, they can't allow people in. Mm-hmm. Uh, some are only allowing one to 10 people at a time. Now I went to GameStop, uh, Friday before they shut down mm-hmm. and our guy was being really great about uh, no more than 10 people in the store uh, at a time. But comic shops are going to be hit by this. And the biggest problem, here's how uh, comic shops generally run. And this is where we're going to run into a problem with the comic industry coming up. Mm-hmm. You need to order your comics three months in advance mm. in order for those comics to come in. So based on you know orders three months ago, those comics are going to start piling up in the shop. And if you're someone that pre-orders or if you're someone that has a pull list, those are just going to sit there until you come and pick them up. And so the comic shops have already put out that money. They're already out that money to buy that stuff up front. And so uh, unless you go in and pick up your comics in your back order list, which we talk about all the time, go and pick up your your pull lists. Comic shops are out of money. And now that they are reducing or even closing for the next month, um, they're not going to have any income coming in. So that's no good. I didn't think about the fact that, yeah, people might be afraid to go pick up their 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 uh, comic uh, pull list, you know, their mm-hmm. boxes. Wow. Some shops are doing curbside pickup. Others are closed completely. Others are doing, hey, one at a time, come into the store, no browsing. You can only come in to pick up your comics. Mm-hmm. So if you have physical comics, now would be the time to contact your local comic shop and tell them, what can I do to pick up all my pull list items, including back order stuff, so that these guys can stay open once all of this is over? Because otherwise, yeah. if your comic shop goes, I haven't had a comic shop in this town uh, in about 10 years yeah. and it's hard to keep up with print comics. Fortunately, I have somebody who is in another city about an hour and a half away who mails comics to me. Uh, oh, but even then we got to order that stuff three months in advance and give credit cards and all that stuff so that those things can be ordered. And yeah. it's not fun when you don't have a local comic shop. So if you have one in your area, there's a good chance that it might be gone unless you as a regular purveyor of comics go in there or contact them and say what do i need to do to get my comics well, and, here- and the drag though about what you're bringing up though and you mentioned it is that unless you've pre-ordered something they're not they're probably not allowing browsing so you can't just no. go there and say let me look around i want to support you guys and and help you make some money could i yeah. go there and say hey is there anybody who hasn't picked up their comic order uh from their box and uh i'll just pick up theirs and read it <laughs> Take it. I don't know. I, call your comic shops maybe they're up for those kinds of things also see if they have gift certificates that would oh, be a yeah, good thing to do really right now you can certainly start a pull list now and pay for a bunch of comics now ahead of time uh oh, there's right. a number of things you can do so you should really check your 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 comic shop now the reason why i said and explained why you have to order comics three months early comics industry is a mess takes three months to get something uh printed and delivered and all that kind of stuff July is going to be horrible for the comic book industry. Yeah. Um, Alterna Comics has said that they are cutting back completely on their orders uh, coming up in July. 
Uh, Valiant Entertainment has told their creators to stop working and they're going to shut down for a month. Vault Comics uh, is also, um, what is he? What did they say? Uh, they're delaying all titles for at least a month. Aspen Comics has ceased publishing. Uh, Dynamite Entertainment in July is reducing their normal. What they normally have is about 12 to 20 comics that release during the month. They're reducing that down to six titles for the entire month of July. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, there's others that are uh, still evaluating what they're going to do. Uh, some publishers like uh, DC and Marvel have uh, reduced the um, store cost of comics because comics uh, stores don't pay the full cover price for comics. They usually pay a percentage of that. So mm-hmm. it sounds like uh, DC and Marvel have upped those um percentages that the or reduce the percentages that stores have to pay for the cover price so it looks like in the coming months they will only be paying between uh, 60 and 75 percent of cover price instead of whatever that uh, previous um, system was and for those stores that uh, are currently getting a discount from diamond diamond comic distributors there's only one comics distributors here in the united states uh, they are allowing stores to keep their discount rate or whatever it is because that's based on how many comics you order well if you can't order comics you know your discounts are going to go away uh but diamond says they're going to work with that Mm -hmm. so when when you come up to july and everybody's like oh remember that coronavirus which was like years ago felt like it was years ago where are my comics how come there's no comic shops how comes there's no comic books on the shelves it's because of this three-month delay of things going on well, part of me hopes that you're right about us thinking it's ancient history by July. Um, well, I mean, I worry that we won't. But you're right; these it, impacts. It was just a month ago <clears throat> that there was an impeachment hearing. Yeah, it's hard. It feels like 400 years. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Ago. <laughs> it feels like 400 years ago. Um, yeah, that's, that's, that's what I'm. That's so what I'm saying. If they as far end up, time goes. if they end up bailing out the entire uh, cruise industry because they're asking for money. Um, that will annoy me on, on just a philosophical level. I realize that it represents tons of jobs, a lot of them foreign, some of them domestic, um, and people like their cruises. You know, I get it. But if you're asking me which of the two cultural heritage things I would like to bail out first, it would be the legacy of comics and its mm-hmm. impact on other industries, film industry and others. I, w- I would want to bail that out before I'd want to bail out the freaking cruise industry. Is that is that yeah. wrong-headed of me? Why do I feel no, that No, I way? don't think so. And, and somebody pointed out, remember, like Disney Cruise Lines, their port of origin is in the Bahamas. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they're not even technically a U.S. cruise ship business. Yeah. Um, but, you know, there is a bill, or currently, I don't know what they're arguing about today, uh, about small businesses. So there may be some small business relief coming for comic shops and others who are hit really hard by this. I hope so. They need to do that and make sure it's not just, you know, big giant corporate whatevers. Because if I hear one more, like if I ever hear anybody one more time say to somebody who's struggling, well, you should have savings. You should do this. Pull yourself up by your bootstraps. But right. And then flip around and have an airline go, we need $58 billion to keep moving. Where's your savings? Where's your bootstraps? Where's your backup plan? You didn't tell individuals to do that and small businesses to do that, but the big guys don't have to do that and they just get bailed out. Freaking F off. I hate that. That's why I'm irritated today, by the way. Like, uh, the, what's his name in the chat room who I silenced for 600 seconds? <laughs> I did that. Uh, I'm on edge, man. That inquisitor. I'm uh-huh. on edge over that stuff. It's really annoying to me. So, anyway, uh, uh, I hope it. I hope that 
that there's a there's a path forward for these small shops. I think that they or big shops. I think any everybody's. Oh no, it's, it's by so many of them. I mean, it's affecting everybody uh, in New York. If a business is clo- is told to close down, that includes your comic shop. Yes, there may be restaurants still delivering you your gin and tonics, Brian. Yeah. Um, Right. Honestly, you, you could probably learn to make a gin and tonic. I, I actually do have all the ingredients okay. here. Good. Yeah, you got a, you got a bathtub. ingredients to make a gin and tonic. <laughs> you have, gin yeah. and tonic. You have a bathtub, right? If you have a bathtub, that's all you need. That and all the ingredients. Right. You well, mix I'm not going to distill my own gin. I oh. can still go to a liquor store. Oh. Not um, yet, you're not. <laughs> That's true. Not. <laughs> well, good point. Yeah. But I've decided, to, talking in the chat room, I'm, I think I might call my local, uh, the, the CC&C, which is the Colorado Coin Comic Bar, just mm-hmm. my local comic shop, and say, Hey, throw 10 random Spider-Man comics from, you know, this month, last month, whatever, in a bag. I'll do curbside pickup, pay for them, and whatever the whatever the issues are, since I didn't have a, a, a hold slot. Yeah. yeah. Just help them out. Yeah. yeah. Just just think about your local, local businesses all around. You guys were talking about that earlier in the show. That's really good. But mm-hmm. uh, comic shops, if you enjoy comics and you enjoy reading comics and you want to see comics continue, uh, then you need to do it. And yes, I've been a big fan of digital comics over the years. Most of my comic reading is digital comics, uh, but uh, people, there's still something special about that tactile feeling of picking up a book and reading it or a trade paperback and reading it, uh, adding it to your bookshelf. And, you know, if you can't get those single issues, there won't be trades. And if you can't get trades, there's no reason to have uh, bookstores or no reason to have comic book stores. Oh, so you need to support those uh, those outlets in the coming months. Yeah, bookstores are another thing i was thinking about recently like even the even a chain like barnes and noble they're already always kind of on the edge of like oh no mm-hmm. well this is changing too fast or whatever i yeah, can't imagine what they're going to do now two or three weeks ago there was a big thing going on i think publishers um i forget the their mailing list they were talking about how small com- or small bookstores were also suffering suffering uh, a lot of damage because of this. And that was just a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Mm. Well, yeah, there's some people what, talking uh, in the, in the chats, uh, their local shop is closed down temporarily. Others are only doing uh, drive by or drive up service. So <laughs> <laughs> drive by comicking. Yep. They just throw it. What was throw the, the recent <laughs> X-Men series that had like the uh, 16 year or like this more design. More, Grant, not Grand Design. That's the that's the book. Oh, right? oh, you're talking. Oh yeah. Yeah. This now, this is one that you should definitely pick up. It is, yeah. um, it is house no not house of x powers of powers of x which powers, is powers of x and, uh, and then the other one is gosh dang it i forget the other one i want to say it's house of x uh both of those are really really yeah uh, house of x and powers of x which okay. powers of x is powers of 10 because the story jumps yeah, progressively right. Uh, well, the yeah. powers of x uh or the house of x that's the old the older one i actually do have right. those still no so, no no, no. Oh, the there's a House new... of X and Powers of X both released at the same time. They were alternating, oh, gotcha. alternating oh. titles. So yeah, okay. I think there are twelve books total in Perfect. in between those two. So you Perfect. definitely, if people want to pick up some X Men stuff, get House of X and Powers of X or Powers of Ten, uh, and get those from your comic store if they still have them in stock. They yeah. may not. Yeah, I'm gonna should. see what they've got. That's a great. I think that's a great pick up a whole series if if they've got it or as much yeah. of a series as I can. Here's what and they you should can't do. Go wrong with the Amazing Spider Man. Oh um, yeah, that stuff's always know. good. Yeah. Yeah. Here's what they should do. Marvel should make a series of X-Men books uh, where the X-Men have all been exposed. Any, any one of them that had a secret identity, it's been exposed. And they call the series Unprotected X. <laughs> That's pretty good, right? You, and then it's like a euphemism, but also they're all unprotected, see, because they, they're exposed, see. From the, from the folks who brought you the legacy virus, we now bring you... <laughs> 
Exactly. So, All right. Anyway, what? so since you want to go into that direction, here's another one that I would I would recommend. Do we want to go in that direction? It's from Image <laughs> Comics. It's from Image Comics. It's a really weird title. It's called Sex Criminals. Oh yeah, it's very good. And it is a story about when uh, a person achieves uh, their big uh-huh. O. Uh-huh. Time stops, and it allows them to commit crimes. Yeah, that was it. That was it. Yeah, that's actually a pretty good, that's a good series, actually. It's weird how good that is. I've read a bunch of that and thought I was yeah, it's getting... It's not a, for kids, though. No, it's not, but it's also not quite as salacious as you think it's, it is. Yeah, like, no, 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 no. Like, no. it's, yeah. you You think, you're not getting, It's this is not a porn comic. It's a, it's a weird idea, <laughs> right? But it, it, it actually goes into some interesting, like, metaphysical places. <laughs> and I, I enjoyed the three or four issues I read. It was pretty good. Yeah. It wasn't bad. But yeah, so there you go, Brian. Enough comics to keep cool. you busy for you know six minutes at most. Yeah, I love that idea. Yep. <laughs> don't six have minutes. unprotected X is what I'm saying. Don't have don't have it. All right. Uh, well done, uh, Stephen. It's always good to have you on. Uh, are you guys? Uh, you got any particular content going on right now on the site? You want to point people uh, to? You know, we're keeping up with all of our podcasts. Our podcast schedule hasn't changed because everyone is remote and at home, so we don't have any disruptions in the foreseeable future with that. So there are, if you're looking for stuff to listen to. If you want something just general topic, I would really recommend going and checking out our top five podcast where uh, this past week we had the top five things to take to a dinner party. Top five things to take to a dinner party. I upped my game just a little bit and changed it to top five things to take to a 70s dinner party. Oh, all right. So you'll want to go check that out over at Majorspoilers.com. That sounds fantastic. Uh, as always, Stephen Schleicher, Major Spoilers on Twitter. Have a good Stay one, hydrated. Dude. Yeah, we'll see you next week. Do stay hydrated, but don't hoard the water. Just stay hydrated. <laughs> That's right. Take what you need. What you need. Don't take all the water. Don't take it all. That's right. All right. Uh, what now? Oh, Daryl. Oh, Daryl, yes. Uh, Daryl has thoughts about the most recent episode of uh, does he? Picard. Yes. Is it bad that I'm still not caught up? Probably bad. No. Okay. Why is that bad? Are you caught up? It's only bad if you're worried. Yeah, I'm, I'm caught up. Okay. Um, but uh, I don't think it's bad if you're not. Did you, by the way, did you recognize this here, this bit? This here is 1240 Royal Vista. Did you recognize that? Yes, I that? sure did. Aren't there, aren't there fossil, no, there's uh, Indian uh, uh, or Native American <laughs> pots uh, fragments in there. <laughs> that was such a good episode. Okay. Wait a minute here. Whoa, hello. What's that sound? Hello. Hi. Oh, Where geez. are you? Are you at home now? I am home. Oh, well, wait, I got to play this. Hello. And welcome to Star Trek Adventure. It's kind of fruity, isn't it? All right. It's uh, Daryl. He's home. He's at home. How screwed up is this? Uh, I don't know. What? Your voice? Yeah. Well, you sound fine. No, you sound all right. You just sound like oh. you're in a You in sound like kitchen. you're in, you're in the you kitchen, in kitchen or the shitter or something. <laughs> no. Where are you? <laughs> I don't know what microphone this is using. Oh, well, it's definitely not tap, using Tap the... what you think. Tap the microphone you think it's using. Yeah. Yeah. If you're tapping something, we can't hear it. It's using. Oh, no. Uh, I love like that his first in, words out of his first yeah. words out of his mouth is how screwed up is this. Oh, there you go. I can hear you now. Oh, much better. Okay. Hello. I can be sultry. Hear me? Oh, maybe not. Yes. Oh, yeah. You can be sultry. Hold on. You're <laughs> you're you're coming in and out. Say something again. Uh, in and out, out and in. Okay, it's a little echoey, but he's fine. Don't capture little, that. Yeah. Not uh, too bad. You're cutting out a little bit. I think you're all right. I think you're good. Hey, uh, so wait, so was there a controversial Picard or something? What happened this last episode? Not really controversial, but he just, you just weren't a fan you, I, I got from your, from oh, your Oh, what email? is my note? I got to get my note out. <laughs> I'm echoing well, in my Why own. don't you just, why don't you just tell me what you, <laughs> what you thought? 
Uh, um, yeah. What? A, oh, it was. I thought it was predictable. Oh yeah, right. Okay. They would uh, start to eat up to something, and I would say exactly what was going to happen. Mm. Go toward the light, Carol Ann. He sounds like this echoey guy going into the ghost door. <laughs> he does. It's really weird. Am I echoey? Yeah. A little, just a little bit. Yeah. It's not terrible. It's not just bad. distractingly bad. It's distracting. Uh, oh, is it a bit? Hey, uh, so, uh, okay, so predictable. But that's okay, right? We want to... Uh, some sometimes of, it is. All right. But when uh, an animal's going to come out and you just know that this certain animal is be there, say it, and you say its name, and you're right, that's not good. Oh, there's an animal on this episode? Uh, I said too. <laughs> he keeps cutting oh, out. Geez. Are you hearing him cut yeah. out on you? Very... Hey, Daryl, swap back over to that bathroom mic you had going earlier. <laughs> <laughs> I think he was getting choppy with that one, too. I think it's more of a network issue than it is a microphone oh, issue. Maybe. maybe not. This is a different microphone. This is all right. Okay. Yeah. Right. I can hear it, too, because I'm echoing, so I, it does sound okay. Yeah, you do. This is better. It sounds like you're in okay. a room, but it's but you're not cutting Yeah, it was out. Like you're cutting in and out with the other one, so maybe it is something with Discord volume levels or who knows. Who knows? What am I... Picking up on. We've never oh. successfully called Daryl at home. It always does this. We always. Is this it. a microphone built into the Mac? <laughs> yeah, there probably yeah, that's is what you're one. Sure. That's what you're tapping. Okay. Well, that's what. What I'm do you using. think? Uh, what do you think the government listens to you uh, all day long? Yeah. On, <laughs> keeping track yeah. of your whereabouts. Exactly. But you know what I just realized, Brian, when you said that, this is funny because the other day I was thinking of some friend of mine who always puts a little a little cover over yeah. his over his yeah. uh, webcam. I have one, two, three webcams all looking at me here. I never cover them. So they're just looking at me all day. What a boring, what a boring job they must have. Because I yeah, am, I am boring, dude. Between iPad, phone, and iMac, I've got three pointing at me right now as well. Yeah, and you're you don't know this, but the Switch's entire screen is a camera. The whole thing, yeah, is just looking at me picking pairs. Yeah, good video games are only there to all distract. All long picking pairs. That's right. Or were you a pear town when you started? I am a pear island. Yeah, yeah I was a cherry island. Oh. I'm okay with that. <laughs> anyway, so Daryl, sorry. Uh, 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 one episode left or two? What do we got left? Just one. Oh, Just one. this was penultimate? Whoa. Yeah. yeah. Do you feel like it's served up a pitch that you can see coming? Like, what's what's the, what's the, uh, uh, what's it going to be? Is it going to be good? I'm not sure. Mm. I, I'll have to watch it and see. Yeah. Well, that's, that's kind of how that works, right? We have to actually yeah, see it. Yeah, it is. Uh, well, I'm, uh, I'm hopeful. Uh, that it's going to be fine and that mm -hmm. uh, we'll all move on with our lives and it won't be that big a deal. And then season two, which is already approved, will get worked on. But now I wonder, like, um, you know, this is true of all TV, obviously, but certainly Star Trek just falls into the category of television show that I would have to go into production. I wonder how production schedules are getting impacted because oh, it's got to be are. massive, right? Discovery is yeah. being put off uh, because everybody's having to work from home. Mm. The effects people, I mean. Oh, the effects people. Filming right. over the internet. Right, right, right. But is principal photography done for three? For season oh, yeah. three? Okay. It's been done for a while. But if they're going to do, if they end up having last minute reshoots or something, which sometimes happen, that's probably bad. Yeah, uh, might already be done. Yeah. God, couldn't they just bring all of that stuff home? Like, uh, have all the, uh, <laughs> the, bring a the big craft computers home. like... Bring no, a no, no. Home. Like all the uh, special effects guys. Seems like they could get... Um, you know, so the software and the computers set up in a in a place where they could work on it, even not at home, but like in a um, 
in a in an office uh, uh larger office space where nobody's right next to each other that or they i, I, I don't think they, they need any of that all it. they need to do is just be at home they've all got if you've got a good terminal computer at home you can access all the files you need you can oh, access all the, do I mean, the, uh, yeah yeah that's what they're doing yeah that makes sense but it would yeah. you'd think it wouldn't delay things too much is my thing like it seems like they'd have more yeah. time i guess it takes longer if you're not interacting in person yeah i guess so well that's true yeah. right because you got to collaborate stop collaborating yeah. what's the what's... <laughs> stop collaborating listen listen yeah there it is ice is here with a brand new something listen <laughs> Listen, yeah. sure. <laughs> I couldn't think of another word. Anyway, all right. Well, uh, so so no news on that. And then uh, what else is there, Daryl? Anything else going on? Today uh, there is a DVD and Blu-ray coming in June uh, oh. of the nine short tracks. Hmm. Is that a, so we have a little collection? So, and are you going to get that? Mm, probably not. Mm. Yeah, because <laughs> you don't see yourself after you discontinue your. Uh, CBS All Access membership. You don't see yourself saying, "Oh, I really want to go watch those nine short treks again," but <laughs> not really. Yeah, those short what treks. What if they put what yeah. if they put extra bonus stuff on there that you have to have? Oh, oh maybe what that. if they do? What if yeah. it's like ah, oh, it's all outtakes where Patrick Stewart just berates the other cast with f bombs or something like that? Yeah, if they just had a thing of outtakes, I would like that. Yeah, I like outtakes. Outtakes are all right. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Well, there's your world of Star Trek in the middle of this uh, apocalyptic event. Hopefully, they, uh, you know, we get more Star Trek out of the future. It's, you know, it's it's one of the things that's hard about all this is, you know, at the end of the day, Star Trek is is important and rad, and just like a lot of other things, you know, Animal Crossing, cool, rad game, you know, all okay. these things that are happening. But it's hard to not notice how insignificant <laughs> some of it is mm-hmm. in comparison yeah. to the, the the bigger needs at the moment i do look sure. forward to the day where we can get back to them being a, a little more of a priority in our lives and also uh, maybe hopefully us taking uh less for granted you know what i mean mm-hmm. yeah like, I, I, and i'm hoping this whole thing brings the planet together we it's like fighting an alien and we're all t- together and united yeah that'd be good there's some of that going on. Uh, mm-hmm. some of the, I hope it some of the opposite going on too. But yeah, it's 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 happening. Uh, well, all right. I uh, I hope you continue to remain not only sequestered but healthy. And uh, are you working from home? Okay. Do you have the tools you need to do what you got to do? No, I'm trying to get that all arranged and set up. So, and I hate this echo. It's driving me mad. Yeah, you're going bananas. <laughs> Sweet. Ga ga ga. All right, he's out. <laughs> it's driving me mad he's probably set up so that he's hearing he's getting loopbacks i think yeah exactly he's on he's himself it, monitoring in his own headphones or whatever brian i propose the following be a mashup and make us happy to hear it you ready for this i second that emotion this is from jamie he put this together it is called monday mashup irish bird <laughs> so let's see what that is. I don't remember any of that reference. So I don't either. Yeah. Let's see what it is. Enjoy. Thank you, man. 
I would eat your pie, Brian. I would taste your pie. So <laughs> next time you've got well, your pie, let me know. I'll taste it. Well, I still want to go to the Paddy's Pub and have my green beer with all my friends. you got to blame it on the Irish, Brian. They've screwed us once again, those Irish bastards. <laughs> but, you know, when you got a hole to fill, stick it in there. It's uh, one of the most deadly Woolworths you could go to, though. <laughs> Only Australia would have a freaking snake in their bag. <laughs> we have uh, seven of the ten most deadliest convenience stores you can find in the world. Scott's voice sounds a little high-pitched. Getting a cold? No. Maybe if you stop sitting on your balls. It looks like ass, but it's kind of deep and good. And I, it looks I, like I, ass I respect and that. it's deep and good. I, res- I respect that. Hey, Tyro, we were playing video games. <laughs> I put stuff on my face and burned my boobs. Dunaway, I've never heard yours. Yeah, and you never will either. It's my password. Oh. <laughs> so it's password 1234? Wow, that's yeah, a weird thing. <laughs> it's Knockers. Oh, Brian, knocker. Knockers Dunaway. Knockers yeah. Dunaway. Oh, I want your passwords to be Knockers. <laughs> no, stop that. Put the 3D printing on peace. How are we to make money during this terrible time? It tastes a bit soapy, but I'll take it. It's not quite what I'm used to, but I'll take it. Which tastes clean as a whistle. Ah, follow me nose. It never knows. I mean, that's not, that's Fruit Loops. Is and, that Fruit uh, Loops? Yeah. yeah. He's not an Irish bird. I don't know what's wrong with me. <laughs> this service is called, wait for it, Boober Eats. <laughs> Boober, like B-O-O-B-E-R, like your boobs. Boobs. Like your boobs. Uh, social distancing. Better than door snatch. Oh. <laughs> Hey, Sparky, show me your wiener what? again. <laughs> Get over here. I need to see your wiener. Toucan Sam, he's a parrot, right? Uh, <laughs> what is he actually? No, he's a toucan. <laughs> <laughs> You got me. <laughs> you got me. Oh, I love it. You legit got me. <laughs> yeah, I've been reaping the whirlwind on that for days now. People have been Have you? Me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Constant tweets, couple emails. Can't it's believe just you fell I, I spread it on you unexpectedly. That's no, all. It's, it's still. You literally said Toucan Sam. He's a parrot, isn't he? Or whatever you said. Yeah. And I went, <laughs> wait, is he? I mean, that's still on me. It's on me. <laughs> uh, it's embarrassing. All right. Uh, anyway, that was great. Thank you, Jamie, as always. And uh, <laughs> they're always so well done. He just kills it. Uh Really, really go good. go follow him on Twitter. He's at TMS Mashups. He's got a great website. Does a Patreon, all that stuff. He's just great. All right, uh, that's it for the show. We're going to get out of here tomorrow. We got uh, the full deal planned with uh, Jury and Bill and all that business. I assume Bill's back. I haven't heard, but uh, one would assume he'll be back. Uh, no idea what we'll talk to Jury about. I don't know what any of this stuff right now is. We are truly in the thick of things. What this does to the election or the lead up to it. I heard somebody yesterday saying that. Uh, there's a potential the election could be delayed if much more of this lead-up stuff gets delayed. No! But here's here's the thing. Here's what people don't realize. Um, it doesn't extend the, the term of the president. It only extends the election. There's actually stuff in the Constitution for this. So if that happens, he's out. And I can't remember who it is. Is it Pelosi or somebody's in? And then you have the election, and if he gets reelected, then he's back in, and if not, he stays out. But there's no, you don't, it doesn't, the delay in election doesn't mean a delay in the term. The term ends regardless, which gotcha. is it's kind okay. of interesting. Um, well, you know what? That's a great question. Yeah, we'll ask, uh, ask Drew about that tomorrow. That's a great uh And you have to have full, you'd have to have 100% congressional approval on a delay of election, which I don't think would ever happen. Okay. I can't imagine it. I can't imagine a bipartisan effort to say, yeah, we're delaying the election. I just can't. Mm. I don't know why. I could be wrong. Those people, those people. 
Mm. Uh, Patreon.com slash TMS is how you support us. If you do that, you get lots of stuff, including a weekly free show. Although this week we're uh, swapping that out for a Patreon play date. And uh, we're going to be playing Jackbox games this Friday. Uh, but three weeks of the month, you get a free show, a bonus show every Friday called TMS PM. And you get that by supporting us at patreon.com slash TMS, among many other great rewards. So go check it out. For everything else you're looking for, frogpants.com slash TMS. You can send us emails there, find our Twitter accounts, get into the Discord. We've got our voicemail line there. It's all there at frogpants.com slash TMS. Brian, you got anything else? I've got nothing else. Great. A song. Oh, a song well then, holy shit. Let's play the song. What do you got? Let's do that. Uh, this one's going out to Christine, who says, I recently lost my job in the last week, completely unrelated to the pandemic. I've uh, been freaking with a really rough night of depression for a few months before that. Now stuck trying to figure out what I'm going to do next. I could use something uplifting. Probably everyone could. Any song about getting you back on your feet again or some related theme, just something uplifting. Well, Christine, I've got it. And uh, there is uh, this again, another great, uh, this is another great song to have on the show where we're playing music mm -hmm. because this is what we all need right now. And what's great about this is that you can't listen to this song and not smile. Now, it's not a cover per se. It does use, it does recycle audio from an older song. So I'm counting it as, as a cover, although I don't know what the older song is that it uses it from. But uh, um, this is fantastic. This is a band called The Real Tuesday Weld from the soundtrack to season two of the TV show Weeds which uh, as we now know is called Thursday in Colorado. Um, this is The Real Tuesday Weld. You're going to love this. It's called Bath Time in Clerkenwell. If only it was so simple. <laughs> Oh, no, 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 no,
Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. Yeah. No.